Hello, and welcome to this fifth episode of our podcast, St. Louis-Marie de Montfort and True Devotion. In this episode, I want to look at the next means that St. Louis-Marie says will enable us to acquire divine wisdom. In the last episode, we saw that the first two means he recommends for the acquiring of divine wisdom are an ardent desire and constant prayer. The third means he recommends is what he calls, in the love of eternal wisdom, universal mortification. What does he mean by this? Well, the word mortification derives from the Latin word for death, and is defined as the act of mortifying or putting to death, or subduing by acts of penance and asceticism, the human passions. As such, mortification has long been an accepted part of Christian as well as other religious practice. The Christian belief, along with that of the Jews, is that human beings are all affected from the moment of their conception and birth by what is called original sin. By this is meant a fundamental disordering of human nature which makes all of us prone to sin and wrongdoing to a greater or lesser extent. And even though by our baptism we believe that we have been freed from the guilt of original sin passed down from our first parents, we remain affected by this disordering of our nature. Certainly we need grace, the freely given help of God, to overcome this, but we can also help ourselves to this end by the practice of certain penances or forms of asceticism, and this is what Christians mean by mortification. Other terms used for this are denying oneself, self-renunciation, or, in gospel terms, carrying one's cross. St. Louis-Marie reminds us of what Jesus himself said in the gospel, in Luke chapter 9, verse 23, for example, If anyone wants to be a follower of mine, let him renounce himself and take up his cross every day and follow me. So, if we wish to be a follower of Jesus, in other words a Christian, or even more so if we want to have an intimate knowledge of and relationship with Jesus, we have to be prepared to take on mortification or carrying the cross with him. And this, says St. Louis-Marie, has to have the characteristic of being universal. What does that mean? Well, St. Louis-Marie says, Wisdom, in other words Jesus Christ, is not satisfied with half-hearted mortification or mortification of a few days, but requires one that is total, continuous, courageous, and prudent if he is to give himself to us. He examines each of these qualities in turn, but in general he seems to be saying that our mortification needs to be whole-hearted if it is to achieve anything. So it requires determination and courage, but also has to be prudent. He begins by saying that our mortification, if it is to result in the gift of divine wisdom, must involve either renouncing all our earthly possessions, or at least detaching ourselves from them in our hearts, so that we are not constantly seeking to possess new things, or to cling to what we have. And he acknowledges, and I am sure we will all agree with him on this, 
that this is a very difficult attitude to take on. Nevertheless, in his eyes, the prize for doing so is something that goes beyond all of them, the possession of Jesus Christ himself. It all comes down to what is the most precious thing for us, Jesus or something less. Now, not everyone is ready to be as radical as St. Louis Mary on this topic, and the Lord will certainly understand if it takes many people a lot longer to be able to put this kind of teaching fully into practice. But we can all make a start. For example, we can begin by trying to rid our hearts of the possessiveness that seems somehow to be almost natural to us, whether it is a question of possessing material things, status or influence, or of possessing the affections of other people, and so on. While we remain anxious to possess other things, we will, of course, find it very hard to concern ourselves with the possession of Jesus Christ and his wisdom. All the Christian teachers throughout the ages, not to mention the spiritual teachers of other religions, such as Buddhism, Hinduism, and so on, have laid stress on voluntary acts of self-denial as a tool to developing this movement away from possessiveness. And St. Louis Marie is no exception. As well as what he says of mortification in The Love of Eternal Wisdom, he wrote another little book intended for the members of an association or society that he used to try to establish here and there. This association he called The Friends of the Cross, and the little book is called Letter to the Friends of the Cross. In this Letter to the Friends of the Cross, St. Louis Marie starts from that verse of St. Luke's Gospel that we mentioned earlier on. If anyone wants to be a follower of mine, let him renounce himself and take up his cross every day and follow me. He then goes on to tell his readers how to embrace the cross of Jesus Christ by practicing voluntary penance. He has one particular section of this little book where he speaks about taking up some voluntary crosses. In other words, choosing some forms of voluntary penance. And here he makes some suggestions. Suppose you have a piece of furniture you are fond of, but which is of no use to you. You could give it away to someone who needs it. And if you have a distaste for a certain kind of food, an aversion for the practice of some particular virtue, or a dislike for some offensive odour, you could take the food, practice the virtue, accept the odour, and thus conquer yourself. Or again, he suggests, your fondness for a certain person or thing may be immoderate. Why not see less of that person, or keep away from those things that attract you? And there are other suggestions. These are mostly small things, but we all know that beginning with small things can bring us to be able to tackle greater things. St. Louis-Marie says that we should take on all these little practices of penance only under the guidance of a prudent director. In other words, we should ask advice of some spiritual person that we trust to guide us in the true ways of Christian virtue. This links with another quality of mortification that he mentions in The Love of Eternal Wisdom, as we said earlier, that it should be not only total, continuous and courageous, but also prudent. As he says in The Love of Eternal Wisdom a little further on, 
No exceptional mortification should be undertaken without seeking counsel, which is a way, as he says, of mortifying the judgment and the will through holy obedience, and so avoiding the risk of our mortification being spoiled by self-will. If all this seems too difficult for us in our human weakness, we might remember what Jesus said to the rich young man who asked him in the Gospel of St. Matthew, What good deed must I do to possess eternal life? After telling him that he must keep the commandments, Jesus adds, If you wish to be perfect, go and sell your possessions, and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. But the young man found this too difficult, and he went away sad. Then Jesus said to his disciples, after pointing out the difficulty for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God, which rather astonished his disciples, By human resources this is impossible. For God, everything is possible. In other words, if we find the demands of the Christian life too hard for our own human resources, we need to go back to God to obtain from Him, through prayer, the courage and the strength to accept the demands of the gospel. And we can be sure that if we seek in all sincerity this grace of courage and determination, God will give it to us. You will no doubt have noticed that the ideas of mortification and the cross are closely linked in all that St. Louis Mary says in this section of the love of eternal wisdom and in the letter to the friends of the cross. This is because he sees our efforts at mortification or self-denial as a real sharing in the cross of Jesus Christ himself. St. Paul expresses the same connection when he says in the letter to the Galatians, All who belong to Jesus Christ have crucified self with all its passions and its desires. And again, I have been crucified with Christ. St. Louis Mary has some very beautiful passages in the love of eternal wisdom on the cross of Christ, particularly chapter 14, which he entitles The Triumph of Eternal Wisdom in and by the Cross, and in which he has a section which is called The Cross and Ourselves. When we reflect on the cross of Christ, on the sufferings that he accepted in order to save us, we can be strengthened to take up our own cross and follow more closely in the footsteps of Christ. But more deeply, St. Louis Mary sees the cross as the ultimate sign of the love that Jesus Christ, eternal and incarnate wisdom, has for us. He goes so far as to say, wisdom is the cross, and the cross is wisdom. The cross is a fundamental part of the te spiritual teaching of St. Louis Mary, and really deserves a whole podcast all to itself. Maybe some day. Next time we will look at the fourth means that St. Louis Mary proposes for the acquisition of divine wisdom, a genuine devotion to the Blessed Virgin. Until then, goodbye, and God bless you.